Welcome to the thrivingat60.com podcast, the number one motivational show on the planet. No more sour days for you. It's time to make lemons into lemonade every day. This is a podcast where we help you thrive, not just survive. We help you accept who you are, not where you are, by discovering and inquiring into how to turn lemons into lemonade. Are you ready for the roller coaster ride of a lifetime? Tired of feeling let down? Tired of the lemons life keeps handing you? We can help you make every day a lemonade day. It's time to put those lemons in a blender. Let's go on an amazing and exciting, unpredictable journey of discovery. We know champions sit in the front seat, so make sure your seatbelt is fast and tight. One, two, three, let's go. When you have an attitude of gratitude, people just want to hang with you. Introducing the woman who believes ordinary stands for extraordinary, the host of Thriving at 60, Wendy B. Welcome. This is Wendy B. I'm a life coach. And I started this podcast because I believe ordinary people become extraordinary people. And what makes them extraordinary is sometimes the adversity they have lived through and who they have become regardless of those circumstances. Sometimes it's a little acts of kindness. They bestow on people one act of kindness at a time. I believe that most of us have the ability to thrive, not just survive. My intention is to cause curiosity, excitement, to thought provoke, to cause people to alter their thinking, alter their thinking in a way that would not have altered otherwise, and living from that possible altered view, create a new future for oneself, a new future that wasn't going to happen if you didn't alter or question your old views. This could cause unpredictable results that can make a permanent difference in your life and in the lives of others around you. I want to motivate and help people of all ages, particularly women, 50 to 110, fulfill their dreams. I want people to experience being excited about their life. This podcast is to inspire and motivate you right now for you to take action today on your purpose, your dreams. Maybe some of you don't know your purpose or your dreams or you're resigned they could never happen. Regardless of age, regardless of your circumstances, I will motivate and inspire you one step at a time to turn lemons into lemonade. It's never too late to start. Would you like freedom and power regardless of what life throws at you? It's easy to live life when life is working. But true power, true freedom is having freedom and power when our circumstances are ugh. This podcast is about when you get handed lemons, how fast could you make lemonade? You know, life isn't just about surviving. What does it take to thrive emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, financially? And the last couple of podcasts I'm looking at, are your views limiting you? And and like I said, we could go on and on and on. I was at an Al-Anon workshop on the weekend and the workshop was on traditions and it, it, there's the steps, the traditions and the concepts and they're all valuable. But what shame is that a lot of people have a view that the steps are worth learning about, but the traditions and concepts, yeah. And so last year I facilitated the uh, step group and there, let's say there were 60 people. This year, someone else facilitated the traditions and unfortunately there was only about 20 of us. But what was valuable is really going over the tradition. That's a view that limits people when they think, oh, what am I going to learn? And one of the things that I loved about the, the going over the traditions is we, we not only went over the traditions like as a group, 
but how could we apply them in our personal life? Our common tradition one is our common welfare should come first. Personal progress for the greatest number depends on unity. And then we'd go over what did that really mean. For our group purpose, there is but one authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscious. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. How do you take that into a family? And so forth. And it was so valuable. But why I, I want to share is I'm, I'm just going to go into Tradition 4. Just share something from Tradition 4. It says each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting another group or Al-Anon or AA as a whole. Tradition 4 presents us with an opportunity for growth in learning how to find the appropriate balance between personal autonomy and responsibility to others. We may have the freedom to do whatever we want, but when we consider how our actions could affect others, we come to understand that our autonomy has limits. All or nothing attitudes and thinking are common in alcoholic families, as if the only alternative available are total freedom or total control. It is not unusual to see rebellion against all authority with little recognition for how much authority is reasonable in general, alcoholic families usually have little experience with healthy boundaries and frequently struggle with control issues. Tradition 4 helps us understand the boundary between what is within our control and what isn't. Learning to find the right balance between our autonomy and someone else's is the mature alternative to the loneliness of total freedom or absolute control. It makes healthy relationships. So I found this fascinating. And it was talking about, a question was asked, responsible choices. In the past, the active alcoholic told me that my attending Al-Anon meetings was hurtful because it reflected poorly on him. I believed him. I accepted his distorted thinking because I didn't consider my own autonomy. I gave up many activities not realizing that I did not have a right to make, that I did have a right to make, choices concerning my own well-being. Eventually, I came to believe that attending meetings was good for me and in no way harmed the alcoholic. To me, Tradition 4 is about integrity, thoughtfulness, and ethical conduct. How my behavior affects others. I think about how my choices affect my spouse or other family members. If I don't choose wisely, I eventually have to do a more searching and foral Fearless moral inventory. I've learned from Tradition 4 to sweep my own porch, but to be careful not to sweep my trash into someone else's yard. And in my relationship with my ex, he frequently would tell me I shouldn't be going to Landmark, I shouldn't be doing this, and I, it affected the family. But what I saw was I learned that his thinking was distorted as he was trying to control me. And what I realized is me going to the meetings had me be a better mother, a better wife, a better parent, a better human being in the community. And and I had to uh, really look at my conduct and how my behavior affected. And it helped, this tradition helped me understand the boundary between what is within my control and what isn't. And I couldn't control his nature, but I could, I, I had to, do the things that I had to do to give me freedom to be a better human being. And I believe because of the work I've done in Al-Anon and the work I've done in Landmark, I left that relationship with peace. I've done what I had to do 
and I had healthier relationships. And it was interesting because there was a man in the meeting who was complaining about his son's behavior that was in his 40s. The son was in his 40s and the son was quite destructive and destroyed the peace of mind with his family. And he, this man, as we were sharing, personal sharing, got upset because we kept saying, well, maybe we would involve the police if that happened, etc. And the man got a little upset. I would say that he just doesn't have healthy boundaries. It takes something to involve outside help. Uh, but I think sometimes our alcoholics are crying for that. I know when I had to call the, the police and say what was going on in my home, the police arrested my ex. What was interesting in him having to be responsible to the police, his behavior altered. Now, did it affect our relationship? It absolutely did. I'm not saying that we have to involve the police every time there is something going on in the family, but when there is destructive behavior, physical destructive behavior that is affecting the family, peace and harmony. We have laws to protect ourselves. And maybe we need to look at, even though there are children and we love them, or there are husband or wife and we love them, that there is boundaries that we can do to have it work. We don't have to tolerate intolerable behavior. And some of us in an alcoholic home have tolerated intolerable behavior because we have a view that maybe the view is um, I'm not worth it or uh, I can't do that. Um, what will people think if I get the police involved? I, I would say that that view is limiting us because it, we just stay in that cycle of unhealthiness. And if we altered our view, we could alter our life and maybe even alter the life of the person who's being destructive for the good. So I'm just inviting us to look at that. It could be altered for the good. So in closing, we're exploring how to thrive, whether we are 10 or 110 beyond. Where are you being stuck in a behavior and allowing destructive behavior around you. Where is your view so limited that the person who is being destructive doesn't have to alter because your view is you're powerless? What new action could you take right now that could make a difference? Maybe you could go to an Al-Anon meeting. Maybe you could go for counseling. Where could you give up that view that limits you? And when you give that view up, what could then become available? What are you committed to? And start taking new actions from that commitment or that view. What are your habitual patterns that have you not thrive in this particular area? I know mine was I had to have the relationship work. There, I had a view that there must be something wrong with me, that his behavior was that way. Uh, a good wife, my view was a good wife, wouldn't involve the police, blah, blah, blah. And that kept me limited. So what areas in your life do you want to be more effective? What areas do you want to thrive in? Well, what did you like best about this podcast? I request you subscribe to my podcast and rate it a number five. What topics would you like to hear me talk on? When you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? With an attitude of gratitude, you can make lemonade. I'd love to hear from you. Who would like a complimentary 15-minute coaching session? I want to call you personally and hear about your dreams and your goals. I will give you one amazing tip that will help you out. I will call people who let me know 
know they left a five-star rating for this podcast and provide their username on iTunes or Google Plus. Just hit the button, subscribe to my podcast and rate it a number five. Thanks for listening. Keep a thriving. Thank you for listening to thrivingat60.com with Wendy B. What did you like best about the podcast? Email wendyb at thrivingat60.com. Keep up on the latest by subscribing to the podcast. Also, drop by the website and rate the show. Turn lemons into lemonade at thrivingat60.com.